This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. There's a story, Jim, that I want to get out in front of. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, So my son is going to school now. Uh, He's in junior kindergarten. And I I just want, in case his teachers are listening, I want to explain... What happened last night? Oh, I have a guess as what. <laughs> you never know what what the kids are going to say when they get to school, right? Mm. Embarrass the parents. Um, uh, we we were getting ready for bed, and we brush our teeth. My son and I, I go to bed at the same time as my three and a half year old. <laughs> uh, when I can, and so we're both we we brush our teeth together after we put our pajamas on, and then we go read stories and go to sleep. But I'm also an asthmatic, so I have to take twice a day. I take an asthma inhaler. Mm-hmm. So before I brush my teeth last night, I take my inhaler, <sighs> and Grayson standing next to me, and he said, "Daddy." Why do you always blow yourself before bedtime? <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He goes, that thing, when you blow yourself. I'm like, it's called an inhaler, pal. <laughs> Daddy's got asthma, and that's his medicine. Please do not go to school and say, my daddy blows himself before bedtime. This is daddy's secret shame. Do not well, <laughs> it would be very impressive. Yeah, let's not let's not overlook the fact that some people may think of that as a no a real win. I mean, some guys are getting rib surgery out here just to accomplish that. Yeah, my daddy, my daddy had the Marilyn Manson procedure done, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, guess what he does before bedtime every night? <laughs> hey, go ahead. Who's this? Hey, good morning, it's Susan. How are you, Susan? We're good. Just have to tell you, um, I have two granddaughters that are now in their 20s, but when they were four and five, my daughter and her husband used to have to take the bus. They didn't have a car. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the kids would stand up in the seats and talk to all the people around them. And my youngest granddaughter, the four-year-old, she stands up and she says, my mom and dad give me hash brownies all the time. <laughs> Uh oh! So the poor horrified woman behind. And this is before it was legal. <laughs> oh, long before. Woman says to my granddaughter, oh, "You you have hash brownies?" And the other one pipes in. She goes, "Oh yeah, we have them every day." So then my daughter realizes what they have said, and she says. No, they have hash browns every day, not hash browns. Yes, hash browns. <laughs> fried potatoes with breakfast. <laughs> the so potatoes are fried. The children are not. <laughs> exactly, but I thought it was such a good story. I tell all the time. Yeah, that's great, Susan. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Have a great day, you guys. Thank you. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. Who's this? It's Brian. Mishaps? Yeah. We're standing in a store, and I drive transport and around heavy equipment. Uh-huh. My son knows they have beepers on them. I told him when you back up, they have a beeper, so it's safe and people get out of your way. Well, we're standing in a store, and there's a large lady in front of us. Uh-huh. And the lady in front of her dropped something, so I said, oh, she's going to have to back up, son. So she went to take a step back, and no. he starts going, beep, beep. <laughs> no, Wide that load. didn't really happen. 
Yes, it did. Come on. I just stood there like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, we went to a different line and uh, checked out. Like, yeah. <laughs> if that's a true story, man, I feel for you, because that would be one of those moments yeah. like, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. he's done it a couple of times when he was like three and four, and <laughs> I had to tell him, please don't do that, son. It's not, it's, it's not appropriate. <laughs> I saw something pretty funny online on the weekend, Jim, involving Gwen Stefani, kind of. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of the song WAP? Uh, yes. WAP. WAP. It's by Cardi B, right? Yeah, uh, and Meg The Stallion. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, there was this comedian, and she was doing WAP, W-A-P, this, this hit song, but she was singing it as different artists. And she was super talented. Uh, she did Adele, Celine Dion, Gwen Stefani was one of the voices she did. Hmm. And it was uh, it was very funny. I'd love to play it on the radio, but this song <laughs> is the filthiest thing you will ever hear in your life. Yeah. WAP is an acronym. I don't even know if I want to even bother explaining you it. You can't say yeah. any of the words in WAP. You can't say the A or the P. Wet is the only... <laughs> Wet is the W. And Fill that's, in the blanks. Yeah, figure it out from there. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is the sound that, uh, that is made when something hits you in the face, right? Whap! <laughs> I guess so. Whap! Whap! Whap in the neck! You get hit in the face with one of those things. Look out! <laughs> Does anyone have a paper towel? <laughs> Anyways, uh, this song is... it's. <laughs> It is crazy that this is like the the biggest song in the world right now. I mm-hmm. saw an, another great meme about it. Is somebody uh, somebody said, "Can you believe that last year at Christmas time they banned Baby It's Cold Outside from the radio?" Yes. And in 2020, the number one song of the year is WAP. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird what you can get away with if you're a lady singing it and it's about your own body. Uh-huh. Totally anything is free game. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying it's free game. But if a guy says something about your body, shut down, not allowed. But if you say it about your own body, no matter how outrageous. I put on a playlist. My kids love to dance. I put on a playlist of, you know, I, I'm a rock guy. I don't know the, uh, the the pop music or the dance music. So I just mm-hmm. said, hey, play a playlist of the top dance songs. And the first couple were okay, and my kids are clapping, and they're bopping up and down. And Then this song comes on, and my wife and I both look at each other. <laughs> Certified freak. In horror. Seven days a week. <laughs> What is this? And then it got to the point where we both at the same time yelled. Yeah, well, I don't want to yell it because I don't want to screw up your smart speakers. But we, we yelled at uh, <laughs> our smart speakers in, in like harmony. Yeah. Simultaneously. Like, stop. What is this? WAP nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard. I, there's been filthy rap songs as long as rap's been around. I've heard. I've heard all sorts of crazy songs. Peaches. You know, there's a lot of people who've done this in the past, but that song in particular, I don't know. Sure. Maybe it's because it's so bad. Like, the beat itself is so terrible, so the lyrics are, like, the only part of the song. I don't know. Well, the uh, the song Push It, remember Push It? Mm-hmm. Um, me and my buddy Mike Mullen were driving with, with Mike's dad, Earl, back when that song came out in the late 80s, I'm guessing. And Earl... 
didn't think the song was called Push It. He thought um, the P stood for the same thing that it stands for in WAP. Oh. So he's saying, ah, you know. Push it. But. <laughs> right. Meow. Yeah. Uh, and Mike and I were just kind of looking at each other like, I, I don't know if he knows what, what he's saying right now. <laughs> Two kids in the backseat of the car. So, yes, absolutely. And I can remember Two Live Crew. Their album came out with Me So Horny. Yeah, yeah. And it was banned. Yeah, it was banned (laughs) from record stores. So this is nothing new to have explicit lyrics, but geez, (laughs) you could have warned me, Spotify playlist, before I had my kids dancing around the living room to it. Yeah, that's on the Saturday Night Banger playlist, not the... 11 a.m. Let's clean up the house with the kids playlist. <laughs> it's a banger, all right. <laughs> Got a Florida story for you, Jim. Yes. Last week in Tampa, people are uh, just chilling out at home and they hear something coming from the neighbor's house. Sounds like screaming. So they start uh, trying to figure out what's happening and they hear somebody next door yelling, Shoot! Shoot! I dare you to shoot! So they get freaked out, and they call the police. Four cops show up at the neighbor's house to in- investigate the situation. They're Tampa Bay Lightning fans. <laughs> They're watching the hockey game. Wow. In fairness, it's Florida, right? You hear somebody yell, shoot. Yeah, I might jump to the same conclusion <laughs> as well. You don't think ice hockey uh, immediately when you hear someone in Florida yelling, I dare you to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> So the uh, the cops uh, they they did their thing. They let everyone know it was okay, and then the neighbors who called the cops ended up leaving beer for the uh, the neighbors who were watching the hockey game <laughs> with a little note that said "We're sorry." Yeah, I you know I know they don't watch a lot of hockey down there, and it's crazy that that's where the cops probably going to be is Tampa. But do you ever hear people say when they have guns, "Shoot!" Isn't it always "Don't shoot"? You know. Sure, but he said, if you say, I dare you to shoot, who knows, right? (laughs) Yeah, please don't shoot would be my go-to. Yeah, yeah, don't, please don't shoot. (laughs) I've got a family, I've got a family. I yell that during hockey games all the time, too. (laughs) Don't shoot, I've got a family! I'm a young man! I bet my house on this game, don't shoot! (laughs) Hmm. Um, yeah, kudos to, uh, Corey Perry, man. He scored two big goals on Saturday night and he's kept the Dallas stars in this thing, forcing the overtime there and game six happens tonight. Now I, uh, I know I said I wasn't going to make any more playoff bets, Jim. Oh dear. But I couldn't resist. I saw our young friend CDMN. Child rapper CDMN, Cassius Smith, was uh, tweeting about how pumped he is for the uh, the Lightning. He's a Lightning fan. Yeah. Um, and I said, okay, well, I'll make you a bet. If the Stars end up winning the Cup, you have to do a freestyle rap about Taz and Jim on the radio. <laughs> and if the Lightning wins the Stanley Cup, we'll play a clip of his new song. On our show. Oh, he's got a new track because we heard him do Eminem before. Yeah, he's got so a new song. If you're not familiar with CDMN, he was on our show a couple of years ago. This is when he's seven. I think he's nine now, but here he is when he's seven years old. Look. If you had 
one shot, the one opportunity <laughs> to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment. Would you capture it or just let it slip? Yo, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. When he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words don't come out. He's choking now. Everybody's choking now. The clock's ran out. Time's up. Over blow. Snap back to reality. Hope there goes gravity. Hope there goes gravity. Choke. He's so mad, but he won't give up. That is, he know he won't have it. He knows it's so bad that he's broke. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's broke. He's so sad. He knows when he goes back to his mobile home. That's when it's. Back to the lab again, yo So rapsody, he better go perhaps this moment And hope it don't pass him Lose yourself in the music The moment you own it You better never let it go You only get one shot Do not miss a chance to grow This opportunity comes once in a lifetime You better lose yourself <laughs> That kid's uh, he's great. Seven years <laughs> old when he came on. Our, he was live in the studio, and he rapped the the uh, the Eminem song without missing a beat. He was Pretty awesome. Good. Pretty good. Uh, CDMN. <laughs> we win either way. I mean, I can't. I want to hear his new song, anyways. I want you guys to hear his new song. But I would absolutely love. <laughs> If he had to freestyle rap about us, Jim. Oh, you be careful. You may have brought on a diss track. Oh, yeah, I'd love it. I hope it is a diss track. <laughs> <laughs> so go uh, go stars tonight. 8 p.m. is game time for game six in the Stanley Cup finals. To the Detroit Lions, they won a football it game. It felt good, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Close. Almost blew it again against the Cardinals, but the Lions were able to pull out a victory 26-23, to and congratulations to all the Lions fans out there. Oh, it's, uh, it's not an easy thing to do, be a Detroit Lions football fan, <laughs> but uh, paid off for you yesterday. And Jim, how about your Buffalo Bills? I thought they were going to pull a Detroit Lions. Yeah. And blow a massive lead yesterday. Still got the the last minute TD. Uh, still won the game, but yeah, almost blew it. Almost blew it. I think the stat while I was watching that game, I think the stat they mentioned was that if the Rams did pull off that victory, it would have been the the largest comeback victory in the history of the NFL. Really? Final score was thirty five thirty two. Yeah, they were down like by all of it. Yeah, yeah. And came back in the third quarter. I'm just surprised that hasn't happened in the history of the league before. But yeah, that that would have been embarrassing and would have been true to true to Buffalo style. But Bills three and zero this year. Yeah, man. What? Jim Kelly, it's a great time to have your name, eh? Yeah. <laughs> the team that your parents forced upon you by <laughs> naming you Jim Kelly is really performing well. Mm-hmm. My Tampa Bay Buccaneers did pretty good against the Broncos. Sorry to my pal Shane Young. He's a big Broncos guy. 28 for the Bucks. Tampa Bay, baby. <laughs> and 10 for the Broncos. Now, the Broncos did have something fun to look forward to yesterday, even though they lost the game. They had the entire cast of South Park in the crowd. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, beyond the cast, like every character that's ever appeared in the show That's ever. what I mean. It, yeah. was, it wasn't the actors. It yeah. was cardboard cutouts of every single <laughs> 
person ever to a character ever to be on South Park, and it looked hilarious in the stands there. They all got like their stupid South Park smiles on their faces, like the permanent triangle. Like ah, no, they all had masks on, dude. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, look oh, again. Let me see. They're all wearing masks, oh. and they were social distancing. Hmm. They're they're gearing up. They got a big special coming up on Wednesday. Oh, I guess they do have all masks on. Right. It's the hour-long South Park pandemic special, which, you know, will be very entertaining. (laughs) I love it. In the crowd, it's like all the kids and all the adults, and then there's a giant Satan. (laughs) <laughs> Big red yeah, Satan. It's like four times the size. Is Saddam Hussein other. sitting next to him? <laughs> yeah. His, his partner? Yeah. <laughs> ah, come on, Satan. <laughs> oh, come on, Saddam. <laughs> yeah, it's a great visual. It was very creative. And man, it must have taken them a lot of effort to do every single. Like, those were custom because they mm-hmm. have masks on, right? Yeah. To do every single character that ever appeared on the show. Print them off, cut them out, put them in the stands. It would have been a great souvenir because the Broncos do have, I think, around 5,000 fans that are actually allowed at the games, socially distanced. Okay. I wonder if they were able to run over and grab a South Park character as a souvenir. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Yeah. They're all going in the trash, if not. Or they auctioned off. I don't know what they mm-hmm. did with them afterwards. It doesn't say in this article here. But the uh, South Park pandemic special, we can't tell you, is coming up this Wednesday night. Franz Ferdinand, take me out. It's Taz and Jim. Good morning. That was the uh, the song with Adam Member. And congratulations again to Jeff Weedo. He is from Kitchener, Ontario. And he won himself some Landmark Cinemas movie passes this morning. We'll have some more to give away around 7.10 on tomorrow's show. Jim, you know what song we should have done for Adam Member? What's that? That new jam from Vin Diesel. I know you're pretty excited about this. You know, I love me the Fast and Furious, especially the soundtracks uh, off those shows. I was really happy to hear Vin Diesel finally stepped up to the plate. It's making music himself. Do you have the song? Yeah, I do. Because you've been, you've mentioned this to me about 10 times off the air. Like, uh, have you heard Vin Diesel's new song? Have you listened to it yet? Can I say I expected it to be worse? I mean, maybe you can expect it to be worse, but it is terrible. Like, it is just the most generic. Yeah, it sounds like like a song that you would hear on a top 40 station, though. The voice is a little off. What's going on? Because a lot of times they take a normal voice and they will lower it so it sounds kind of like this, but Vin's voice is already deep. So it sounds... It Even does sound weirder. very manipulated, doesn't it? it? Well, not surprisingly. Does he throw in I am Groot at all? <laughs> Is there any? That would be amazing right at the drop. Here uh, we go. I, I am, am Groot. Groot. I am Groot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not great. Who did anybody want? I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> It's not great, though. Like, I get it when, you, when you're when you an actor, you know, you're famous and you want to, you know, put a song in the clubs. But when you're 50, like, you do that when you're, you know, 30, 25. 
You know, I think, um, um, who sang party all the time? What Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy did it when he was like 28, you uh-huh. know, because he still, you know, would love to party. What is Vin Diesel doing? Putting out a club banger right now. Bruce Willis did an album, the Bruno album. You know, he tried it too. Yeah. Yeah. But that was jazz or blues or whatever. So like at least Vin Diesel said that he was just bored basically because he's used to being on movie sets, but with, uh, Everything shut down over the past eight months. He needed a creative outlet, which is why he went to the recording studio and put together this. I am Groove. Yeah, you could put any. You could put B. Arthur's voice in here, and it would be the exact same song. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Girls remix of Vin <laughs> Diesel's new song. I'd go for that. I'd. Download that one. Thank you for being a friend. Song's called Feel Like I Do. New music from Vin Diesel. Still getting stories about uh, parents being embarrassed by things that their kids say. The darndest things that their kids say. Good morning. Hello, how's it going today? Good. Uh, I got a story for you guys. Yeah, go for it. When, when I was younger, my father used to take us to the final score in London. That's a bar, sports bar, right? Yeah, the, the sports bar by Tiger Jacks there. Um, and what the um, toy fight just came out, and I had a Woody toy in my pocket. So I went to the waitress and said, I have a Woody in my pocket. Would you like to see it? <laughs> you did not. I did so, and she <laughs> almost killed my father until I actually took it out and showed it to her. How big was the Woody? Oh, it's just one of little McDonald's toys. So you got a small Woody. I guess I got a small Woody. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Jim, we got some stories coming in over text message. Yeah, this one here. Uh, morning, Taz and Jim. When my eight-year-old was six, he came up with an interesting name for one of his stuffies. He loves his stuffies and names them all. A neighbor came by for a visit with a few books. Uh, and, uh, my son wanted to show off his new stuffy. It was a bull stuffy puppet. You stick your hand inside and you can move his two front legs. My son loved it. He shoved his hand inside the bull and proceeded to give hugs to everyone with the bull. And he would approach them by saying, hi, I'm horny and I want to hug you. <laughs> he named his bull horny. He didn't name. even blink, not knowing how funny it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, the bull's got two horns. Sure. <laughs> a perfectly fine name. Hey, get over here. I'm horny. (laughs) (laughs) This is a crazy story. We were talking home invaders a couple weeks back. The guy broke into Eminem's house, remember, in in Detroit, and Eminem turns around. There's a guy standing there. He says, I'm here to kill you. Mm -hmm. Now, Eminem was able to fend him off. His security team came in. The guy was arrested, and he's in court right now. Now, something that it would be scarier than someone breaking into your house and threatening you would be someone breaking into your house and threatening your child, right? Oh, yeah. Or your grandchild. And this happened to football legend Joe Montana on the weekend. Yeah. Around 5 o'clock on Saturday, a 39-year-old woman walked right into the house that Joe Montana and his wife Jennifer were staying in and picked a baby up out of a playpen. What do you do? Joe and Jennifer saw her. They tried to de-escalate the situation, tried to talk it out, but this woman wasn't having any of it, so a scuffle ensued. Jennifer was able to take the baby back. 
Joe I, Montana rushed her from the blind side. I don't know if Joe was involved or if it was like the the girls got into a bit of a scrap. Mm-hmm. It's a tough situation, man, right? Because you're a guy, and even though this woman broke into your house, if you walk over and punch her in the nose, oh, you know, there's going to be some fallback. If she's got the baby, though, if you if you have all bets are off. No I, I gender rules apply. I would agree, but you know how 2020 works, buddy. Hmm. Somebody would be complaining. You should have let her steal that baby. You men. <laughs> that is toxic masculinity right there. <laughs> the woman ran away, but the cops caught her. Joe Montana tweeted, thank you to everyone who has reached out. Scary situation, but thank- thankfully everybody's doing well. We appreciate respect for our privacy at this time. That is the time... To sneak into somebody's house, though, I think broad daylight when they're home and so they're not suspicious. Like if it's nighttime, the doors are locked. The security system's engaged. During the day, everybody's kind of just walking around. You could sneak by. You've had it happen to you. Totally. Who who locks the doors in the middle of the afternoon? You had a guy walk into your kitchen. Yeah, it was lunchtime. He just walked in and I told him to beat it, but uh, he was strung out, so he wasn't very threatening. But if he wanted to be in there, sure, and wanted something from me, I would have been caught blindsided. Well, and strung out sometimes is worse than yeah than the alternative because they don't really have a grasp on reality or yeah, what they're yeah. doing, right? Yeah, this guy was just like I guess dopey. he was out of it. Yeah, eh? yeah, no, he just wasn't wasn't very active. I would have loved if when this woman took off running, Joe Montana runs into his office, grabs like one of his game balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just throws a perfect spiral <laughs> right in the back of the head. She goes down. Cops come, cuff her. They all get autographs. Yeah. Joe just goes, still got it. Jim, I know both of us were a little caught off guard when we found out that they've already filmed a sequel to the movie Borat. Mm-hmm. It's done. It's in the can. But I guess that's the way you'd have to do it, right? Yeah, because then people will be on Borat watch, you exactly. know, expecting him to be doing some sort of stunt or something. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen has already <laughs> reprised his role, gone out, and they've, uh, they've done it guerrilla style again, uh, recorded <laughs> interviews with different people. But I think, I think the Borat character is going to be disguising himself as someone else. <laughs> That's the plot of it. That's how they got away with it. Because otherwise, everyone knows Borat at this point. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the celebrities and the PR people of the celebrities and politicians in the States, they'd be looking out for that stuff. Mm -hmm. So Borat, because of his celebrity, the plot is he has to disguise himself as another person (laughs) so he can have some privacy or something like Mm. that. Anyways, you know, whatever the plot is, who cares? It's all about these super awkward interactions that uh, that Borat has with the people he's interacting with. And will Borat be talking to U.S. Vice President Mike Pence? Oh. Possibly, because we now know that the official title of Borat 2, you ready for it? Yeah. It's Borat, Gift of Pornographic Monkey to Vice Premier Michael Pence to Make Benefit Recently Diminished Nation of Kazakhstan. (laughs) That is the title of the movie. That is more complicated than the fantabulous return of Harley Quinn or whatever that one was called. The Emancipation of one Harley. Yeah, that was... 
It's like a Pearl Jam elderly <laughs> woman behind the counter in a small town situation. Say it again. I don't I, I missed Borat, half of it. Borat, colon, gift of pornographic monkey to Vice Premier Michael Pence to make benefit recently diminished nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> that is the wow. title of Borat, too. Hmm. And I'm excited. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.